I'll uh, play this little song and get going. Oh, you are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up? What up? Another Slapdick Podcast. Shout out to all my YouTubers. Uh, we're on YouTube Live again on every Friday. We got the Pick 'em Quick segment with the one and only Brandon Lang. BrandonLang.com. Check it out. 12 and 3. If you guys have been going to his website just on the last two or three weeks, we've been picking on this show. Um, quote of the day, and we'll get going. Judge me by my progress, not my process. I'm sure Brandon can attest to that. Uh, what up, brother? How you doing? Man, it, it, it's good. You know, my business, when you have that Thursday night game, when you lose that game, you're kind of fighting an uphill battle to get that momentum back into a full slate of, of Saturday college football. So it, it, from a, just a, how you feel as a handicapper standpoint, to win that Thursday night game, it kind of just puts you right in a perfect spot now, let me give you an example uh, in, in terms that you as a coach can understand. When you pick on first down and you're staring down the barrel of second and one, man, that is a drive igniter. It, oh, yeah. It's all systems go, playbook open, <laughs> holler at your boy. So for me, the first down play is Thursday night. And last night with the Denver Broncos getting it done over the Jets. That's the fifth straight Thursday night winner. I have hit. So I'm a perfect five and zero on Thursday night. So man, going into the weekend, staring down the barrel of second and one, man, we go play action. We go deep. We might just run a quarterback draw. We might run a double reverse pass to the cheerleader and the hot tights up on the left hand side of the end zone. Who knows? But to, to dodge that, landmine of a football game last night two bad teams to Fuck. to get denver plus one and, and set the table man it is good 12 and 3 at brandling.com and and uh just just continue to grind man because this thing it's not a, it's not a sprint it's a marathon and, and, and we're now in week four no doubt brandonlang.com go check him out uh betting extraordinaire handicapper uh Watch the movie, too, for the money. Uh, this is who it's about. So make sure you're paying attention. A lot of my YouTube fans and followers have gone and checked your site out, so I appreciate you guys checking them out. It's well worth it. I'm sure you're benefiting. Pick them quick. What do you got? Uh, you want? Let's go college real quick first. Um, first of all, what's your thought about the Titans-Pittsburgh, uh, the COVID deal? I mean, fuck, man. Are we going to fight it or fear it? I, I don't know. I mean, is that enough guys to just cancel the game? Um, or were they worried about the Vikings' previous game because that's who they played and it just spreading like wildfire? It's just a fucking shit show to me. But, uh, you know, it's JV football at its finest, so I, kudos to you for picking these fucking games right, man, because it, it was like watching JV football last night. Did you see the fucking wide receiver uh, that can't even pump his arms to catch a ball and then he can't block? And like I'm like, I got two wideouts in college better than this fucker right now, number 17. Um for the Jets. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, for uh, for Denver, sorry. So, 
I don't know, man. This COVID shit is just pissing me off more and more, obviously. But um, is that fucking you up? The Titan-Pittsburgh game missing? Is that fucking it up going forward or just this week? Or do you have to plan for that? Or I know fans are asking. Well, here's the thing is that when my business model is I'm just trying to get my clients one best bet on Sunday. It's one best bet a day. And then when you got you know nine handicappers on your website, everybody just picks one best bet a day. So it's more about the quality and not the quantity. And one of the things I tell people when they bet is you're not betting 12 games. If you want to make money doing this, it's, it's money management plus discipline equals success. So, and, and to, to answer your question, um, best way I, can, way I can put it is this. Let's say you want to bet four games on, on Saturday in college football. Well, what is the one game? What is the one game or the one best bet you have that you like more than the other three? Because anybody with an opinion on football mm-hmm. can get that one game they like more than any other. So let's say you're working on a bankroll of a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and you have a best bet, but there's three other games that you like. Okay. So on that best bet, you put 70 bucks on your best bet. And then maybe you take those other three teams and put them in a three-team parlay, which pays six to one, and will pay back 180 on your 30. Well, let's go. Let's say you hit your best bet, and then you lose your parlay. Well, you've still netted 40 bucks for the day, winning day. So what people do is they'll they'll bet five games, and they'll go two and three, and they'll lose money. But you know what they say to me? They go, yeah, but man, I should just put all my money on that game because I like that game more than any else. So, so that's what I say. Take your best bet mm. and always make sure you wager more on that than you do all these other little golly, gaga, goober, goober bets right. that you do. So at least when right. your best bet wins, you've made a little bit of money. So for me, yeah, I kind of like that Tennessee-Pittsburgh game. I thought you'd probably get a little value with Pittsburgh since the fact they were going to be an underdog. Yeah. And Mike Tomlin, his last 12 games as an underdog, as a coach, 10-1-1 against the spread going back to 2018. So getting Tomlin in the points, always the right proposition. Listen, you knew it was going to happen. You knew a team was going to – listen, Major League Baseball had some, had some bumps and bruises with the Marlins and the Phillies early on. But it's contained – and it really didn't become a problem, and we're in the baseball playoffs now, and everything's going to be fine. It was going to happen. Right. It, it was going to happen. A team, a team was going to have this happen. So they did the right thing. They're postponing their game this week. They'll make it up down the road. They'll probably lose their bye week, tough break. But you give these guys six to eight days of kind of medicine that's available at the NFL level, mm. and, and I believe everything's fine. Listen, you and I have talked about this on the podcast multiple times since we've been doing this the last few weeks. Yep. You and I both agree. All the coronavirus is going to turn out to be is the flu on steroids, mm-hmm. and that's all it's going to be. It's going to be the it's going to be the new flu that takes us through the the, the decade of of the 2020s. Yep. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And once the hype of the election and all the bullshit and the politics behind it, yep. it's just the flu on steroids. I don't get a flu shot. Never got a flu shot. I never get sick. The coronavirus can suck my dick. That's just my standpoint. I'm not going to let it ruin my life and my way of life and how I live. But for those people who aren't healthy, who have medical issues, who may not have a high immune system, well, then you better take the right precautions in your life. You don't catch the stupid thing like you don't catch the flu. That's it. And unfortunately, we live in a country that can't get a grip on this right now, so we fucking have to deal with it. Yep. No question about it. Um, Hey, everybody's on YouTube, but I appreciate you guys uh, chiming in. So, um, all right. Well, 
Notre Dame had 28 kids, fucking all these different guys. I mean, we're, we're I, you know, it's, I call it JV football, Brandon, because I have to look forward to tonight. It's, this weekend's college slate starts tonight, and I get to watch fucking Campbell play fucking Wake Forest at 4 o'clock West Coast time. So it's like, who the I fuck? I know. And then I got BYU, who I think, uh, Brandon, I don't know about you, but I think they're a little underrated, and I think, I think Florida and... Um, and um, who the fuck was I just going to say? Oh, I think Florida and uh, I think Florida's a little bit overrated. I, I want I would like to see them play a little more. And I think Texas is a little overrated. They don't play any defense. And I just as far as rankings now, you can you can counter that and tell me, well, fuck, you know, they're not playing nobody and nobody's played. But, you know, fuck. Texas should have lost. They give up 50-something. I'm just tired of seeing these teams in the playoff. And this was the perfect year to expand the playoff to try it, to say at least we could fucking try it because it's COVID. They didn't have the nuts to do it because there's no commissioner in football for NCAA, which is a travesty. No leadership. And you get what we get. So we're going to get the same four teams, and Oklahoma will probably be the fourth fucking team, and it'll get blown out game playoff day one. And we'll be like, well, Oklahoma, it just keeps fucking irking me. Um, all right, like I said, I told uh, Brandon, I told everybody on my show before, you know, it's anyone's game this year. Arkansas State can beat K-State. K-State can turn around and beat Oklahoma. Fucking, as Brandon always says, you know, you got Louisiana out there and fucking teams like this that, are, that you know, fucking Coastal Carolina, Arkansas State tonight, in my opinion, will be the best fucking game on the, of the weekend. So, um, and that's, an, that's a mid-major. Um, you got Georgia Auburn, but are they really the Georgia Auburn that we're used to watching, or are they just, uh, you know, Georgia no QB, fucking Auburn no left tackle? I mean, their guys opted out. I mean, it, those make those guys make a difference. But let's get into it, Brandon. Uh, Denver Jets last night, obviously. See, I can beat Brandon Lang, the world's best better. I'm two and zero on our wine bet, but I can't win anything else during the week. So I'm fucking. Wait a minute. What was like, the game last week? I forgot. Seattle Dallas. Oh, again, I took Seattle. Oh my god, you got lucky again. Oh yeah, Jesus. I should Seattle. play the fucking lot of them. Seattle's driving. All they got to do is Dallas just force a field goal, and that game ends on a three-point game, and the Cowboy DB gets beat. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hey, you should play the lotto, bro. All I, was thinking about the lotto. Was, all I was thinking about was like, fuck, Brandon will text me because the fucking Seattle's going to settle for a field goal, and they fucking faded yep, them, faded they, them and, up. And, fade them up. Beat me again. Hell yeah. Um, Two and just to touch base about your, Just to touch base about your, your ran on college, I do think that 18 is a bit too much for Florida. Um, South Carolina showed me something that that game at home against Tennessee. They, you know, Will Muschamp's got some got some talent there. So, um, you mentioned Campbell. Um, I don't think Wake Forest is good enough to to lay 33 and a half against anybody. Um, <laughs> don't be surprised to see Campbell Campbell make that a competitive game. I had BYU over Navy earlier in the year. They blew the doors off in 55-3. Came back home last week after a couple weeks off because of the coronavirus and blew the doors off of Troy. Louisiana Tech was good to me. They were a Saturday best bet for me, plus the points over Southern Miss. They won with 12 seconds to go with the toe tap in the end zone. Love me some Bulldogs getting me the win there. I stayed away from that game tonight. I want to see if, if Louisiana Tech is for real, but something in my gut tells me BYU wins that game by 30. Mm-hmm. It definitely goes over the post, a total of 56. A lot of points in that game because Louisiana Tech's got no defense. Um, you had mentioned Texas. I agree. 
Uh, Gary Patterson has covered five straight and six of the last seven in that series with uh, with Texas, so TCU uh, plus the points might have to look there. Um, I think you're. You, you, I don't think Oklahoma gets there this year. I mean, I understand that that you have a Kansas State team that was upset at home by Arkansas State, and then they turn around down down twenty one and score twenty four unanswered. Um, I believe Iowa State could pull off the upset on on mm. Saturday and pretty much end. Um, Oklahoma's chance to be in to be in the Final Four. Matt Campbell has won his last four uh, again. Has covered the last four against Oklahoma, uh, including that monumental upset in 2017, 38-31. So uh, this Iowa State team getting seven at home on Saturday, pretty good value there. Cyclone. Man, I, my my I think a, a game to watch is uh, Tennessee having a letdown game because of their youth. Uh, after beating, like you said, a, a close South Carolina game, going uh, to play Min- Missouri after getting shellacked. I'm curious to see, after all the bullshit talk the head coach had made about the SEC not uh, being uh, transparent with their COVID testing, it's pretty ballsy for him being in that fraternity because he can quickly be blackballed, as we know, in the SEC. So I was shocked to hear him say that. Um you know, does Tennessee have a letdown game and Missouri rally for his guy, for his troops, or does uh, Tennessee blow them out? I, I don't know. That's a game that's that interests me, and I also believe Vandy is the upset of the week against LSU. Yeah, Ed, Ed, you know, Ed, Ed Orgeron, Big Ed, uh, with, with the shrimp gumbo and the shrimp pan fried and the shrimp soup and the shrimp kebab, he uh, he needs to enjoy that that national championship. Uh, yeah, it's over. Missouri plays the Vols tough. I mean, Pruitt's only covered two of his last games as a chalk, mm-hmm. um, and this is a Missouri team that that got off the schneid last year. They closed the season, failing to cover their last seven games of the year before they got that backdoor cover against Alabama in the opener. So. Um, I think you're right. Letdown situation for Tennessee. Um, and as far as your other game is concerned, no, no, no real feel on that one. Um, Vandy um, showed some fight. I mean, most certainly we found out what we're going to get with LSU this year. I think it's going to be a long year. I think the Bad, yeah. the faithful, um, mm-hmm. but Derek Mason at home getting points. But Ed Ordron, 9-1 and one against the spread, his last 10 away from Baton Rouge. Here's what I think we're going to find. I'm going to think huh. LSU is going to be fine. Okay. And I think we're going to find out that Mississippi State with Mike Leach is the real deal. Because what was most surprising to me, it wasn't the fact that they, they beat LSU. That, that wasn't surprising to me. Neither. Based on everything that LSU had lost. What was surprising to me, and you as a coach, will probably agree with this, is that to come out of the box like that with with not having as many spring practices as you would want mm-hmm. um, with the COVID and kids on campus and quarantine and, and, and your, your team just not being in any kind of rhythm or any kind of uh, routine, that they look like they had been playing together for three or four years from an offensive standpoint. Here comes Leach from Washington State with a new scheme, with not his players, with, with just a whole new regime. And then you watch that offense. On, I watch that game, and I'm like, these cats can ball out. <laughs> look, it, That's to answer that me. question, it, it, Mike, looking, yeah, yeah, no, they look I, – I don't know if they're going to be able to do that on – you know, I, I posted some tweets about it. 
people, I, I want to, I don't want to hear the fucking SEC. You can't throw the ball in the SEC no more. That shit's bullshit. Number one. Number two, Mike Leach did this already in, in the 90s with Tim Couch at Kentucky and averaged almost 600 a game in the SEC. Tim yeah. Couch ends up being the one pick, a bust, but. He's done it at the college level already. Now he has an equivalent playing field. Like, he's going to get every fucking wideout in America to go there, just like he got the best wideouts at everywhere else he's been because of their system. And he holds a card. And I know Mike. I know his staff. I got two players playing for him. I He holds a card with 15 fucking plays on it. And everything has a nine route built in. And it's adjusted. And if you see... Players win games, coaches lose them. That's my true opinion. And his player, number nine, Osiris, fucking ran by the corner 19 times for 240 yards. And if he was on top, he would have broke it off and he would have threw him a comeback. And it's hard to stop that shit when everything's a vertical route with an option. And they're very simplistic in that regard. And that's why... To answer your question, they look like they've been together for three years because you can do these things yeah. on, on Zoom. You can install his offense on Zoom, very simply, and it's all it's all read on the run, and uh, that's why you saw so much success. But, again, a West Coast quarterback goes to the SEC. You know, we have a West Coast quarterback at South Carolina, West Virginia, um, obviously Mississippi State, Alabama. They're all right here from Southern California, and this guy's probably going to shatter every SEC passing record of all time. And, uh, you know, Mike Leach has a familiarity with him because if he recruited him when he was at, when he went to Stanford, he's from Santa Margarita high school right here in Orange County. And, you know, he has familiarity. They have, they understand each other. And I think they're both, you know, he's a coach on the field for, for Mike and it's pretty fucking, uh, it's pretty seamless transition, I think, and and I think uh, Mississippi State is a tough deal. I think Lane's going to be better at Ole Miss as well. Um, I think they're just a year away because that system's a little different um, to install. So it's just a little different. I mean, it is what it is. You you know, I, I, I one thing I wanted to ask you, Brandon. I got some people asking, and I think this is a a possible upset. Tulsa, who's playing better at UCF, um, it's an interesting matchup. UCF either blows them out the door, in my opinion, or Tulsa plays them harder than expected. I like Tulsa in the game. Um, That's so, yeah. I watch Tulsa, and and I do this a lot. Is I, I record I record a lot of games on TiVo, and then I watch them after knowing that I want to watch that team play before they're you know going to play again. They they went into Oklahoma State and. That's a tough place to play, and it's a tough place to play where Gundy usually gets that offense going. And they played their ass off, and the final was 16-7. Tulsa got the money. I think it was a 17-point underdog. And I know UCF gets the style points, and UCF gets this, and UCF gets that. But but I think this is too big a number. I like this Tulsa team. I like what I saw against Oklahoma State. And so I've always said, you go, you start going into Big 12 schools, as a lower-tiered conference like Tulsa's, and you play them tough first game of the year, and then you had a couple of coronavirus outbreaks where the game was canceled and stuff, more time to practice, more time to prep, I think they'll be ready. I think UCF wins the game, but I think it's an inflated number, mm-hmm. and I think Tulsa's got a very good shot to hang in here and get the cover. Another another starting quarterback from Southern California is at Oklahoma State, uh, Norco, right here in IE, Norco, uh, quarterback for Oklahoma State, true freshman. Um, big 6'6 six, six kid. So... 
I don't know. But, okay, so I don't know. Besides the Georgia-Auburn game, I'm sure people may want to hear that, your pick on that. But other than that, you know, Clemson will blow out Virginia. I mean, um, you got number four, Georgia, playing at home. Um, shout out to Jermaine Johnson, my the starting DNs, my kid, against us, number seven, Auburn team. Uh, one of my left tackle starts for them. Who do you like there? I think you had to play the dog. Um you know my my best bet my best bet on the website on Saturday was Arkansas plus twenty eight at home mm-hmm. over Georgia, mm-hmm. and with nine minutes to go in the third quarter, fuck Arkansas's up ten ten five, mm-hmm. and my friends my friends are texting me saying, "Man, great pick, B Lang, you the man, B Lang, you the you man, unbelievable call, great pick, winner winner." And I texted back and said, "Don't ever text me again when the game's <laughs> not over." calling it a winner. Georgia scored in four plays, went for two, 13-10. Next possession, Franks threw a pick six, 20-10. Next possession, three and out, block, punt, 27-10. Next position, Franks, another pick, touchdown, 34-10, up 24, getting 28, sweating bullets, and then they kick a field goal to make it 37-10, and if not for a holding penalty on third and eight from midfield, I don't cover that game. But needless to say, I got out of Dodge unscathed. That Georgia defense is legit. I mean, they they are legit. They got they got draft picks all over. Offensively, little question mark at quarterback. Um, but overall, it's going to come down. To, it's going to come down to Bo Nix. If Bo if Bo Nix plays a clean game and doesn't turn the ball over, Auburn's going to have a chance to win that game outright. I just think that with the number being under seven, I think last time I checked it was Georgia minus six and a half. I just think that Auburn hangs in there and hangs in there and hangs in there. And much like the Arkansas game, that Georgia defense gets a big turnover and ends up winning the game by 10 to 13. Auburn should cover and should have a chance to win outright. I just don't know if I trust Bo Nix against a really good Georgia defense. Yeah, it's 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 like you said, it's a it's an it's an iffy one, man. Georgia's defense against and then their offense, I mean, they're gonna have to rely on the running game, O line. You know, the SC quarterback gets clear today, another Southern California kid, um, gonna play in the SEC. He's he's cleared, but does he get the nod? I don't know. I haven't heard that. Um, or is he gonna at least play? Um gives us some experience at that position. I don't think the kid they started last week can win it, them an SEC title. Um, even in a JV type of season. So we'll see if uh, – what's my kid's name from SC? Shit. Uh, Daniels. Yeah, uh, yeah. Daniels. JG Daniels. JG Daniels. So he's cleared. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, and uh, we'll go We'll go from there. So who do you like in NFL? Uh, obviously last night's game. And then, you, you know, you got a kind of a shitty slate. You got, Chicago, you got Indy at Chicago. Chicago's plus two and a half. Um, you know the early game, so I would take I would take last chance you plus the points over Philip Rivers if they played because that shot put motherfucker will not cover the number on the road. You saw against Jacksonville Jaguars, oh, he figured out a way to throw a critical pick in the fourth quarter. You can't trust Philip Rivers laying points on the road against anybody. Lance Chance, you modern day, you name it, forget about it. <laughs> You give me Nick Foles and the Bears plus the points, and I'll force Phillip Rivers to show me at the age of 67 years old he can play a complete air-free game on the road against a good defense. Forget about it. Give me Chicago plus the points. All right. Um, 
Lee, I'll, come, I'll ask Brandon right when we're done with the NFL picks. Uh, Jacksonville at Cincy. Cincy's minus three and a half, which is a shocker to me. I don't know, maybe not to you. Yeah, I think the three and a half number, I wouldn't trust Cincinnati laying points against anybody. They're one and five against the spread of the favorite going back to early 2018. Jacksonville's covered their last three and four of their last five as an underdog. Remember on Thursday night, they were a three-point favorite over the Dolphins. They're now back in the role of the underdog where they almost beat Tennessee at Tennessee. They did beat Indianapolis at home. I like Jacksonville plus three and a half to keep this game close. Cleveland at Dallas, maybe one of the most interesting uh, cards on the slate. Uh, Cleveland at Dallas, Dallas minus four and a half. Your best offense at last chance you could score in this Dallas defense. Easy. Done. Definitely. They can't play dead in the Western right now. They they can't. So I I think it's too big a number. I said last week on your show, play against Dallas as a favorite, go with them as a dog, and for the most part, you'll get money. You should have got that money last week. Some... Some asshole had had Seattle <laughs> minus the points. I don't even know who the guy is. Mm. Fucking guy's two and zero against me. Lucky uh, bitch. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and take. I'm gonna take Cleveland plus the points and force the Dallas defense to show me they can get multiple stops. High scoring game too. I think this game's gonna go over the post total and the current post total in that game between Dallas and Cleveland is 56. I think they fly over the post total. Shit. Okay. New Orleans, New Orleans at Detroit. Detroit's plus three and a half. Um, I like Stafford against Breeze. I think, like we said, me and you already called it. I think this thing's imploding as we speak. I think Breeze is on the verge of getting fucking yanked. Um, that's how bad it is. He just looks like he's old. I think they're going to use an excuse in two or three weeks that he is hurt. And I wouldn't be surprised if the the – the tide gets changed at the QB spot. I would not be surprised. Now, it's a long shot, but I, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, three and a half. Dip, dip, dip shit coaching award of the week goes to the guy that I think is one of the most overrated coaches wow. in all of the NFL. Interesting. And this goes back to my most overrated coach in NFL history is Mike Ditka. Because Mike Ditka should have won five Super Bowls with the nucleus of the 85 Bears team that he had. And he figured a way to fuck that up. Sean Payton, with the talent he's had at New Orleans, should have had at least three Super Bowls right now. And he has figured out a way to screw that up. Now, there's 11 minutes to go in the game. You have just stopped Green Bay on down. You just picked up eight yards on first down. You have the whole game in control. You're tied at 27. Drew Brees is in a roll. Everything's good. And you decide, hey, let me put Taysom Hill in here and get creative. And what happens? The Darius blows it up. The fumble. Green Bay goes down. Game over. He, He just can't get out of his own way. I mean, that's a horrible call. Ev- everything. Yeah. It's just a horrible even put him in the ballgame. Yeah. Just win the game. It is. You want to you want to meddle with, with Taysom Hill, then do it when you got a touchdown lead. But in a tie game, a close game, where, where the possession of the football means everything, Sean Payton can't help himself to want to show everybody, look how good I am. Well, guess what? I said last week when I made Green Bay 150 dime winner number eight in a row going back to last year with the Packers on Sunday night. I called for this team to implode. I said they wouldn't make the playoffs. And if they do, they're going to get bounced out in round one like they did last year. I'm going to take Detroit plus the points. Don't be surprised to see the Lions win this game outright. No doubt. Um, yeah, triple option. You have to work it every fucking day. That's what I run on offense. I'm run, I run that. First of all, the guy's up the fucking field. He should have gave the football. So Taysom Hill comes in thinking he's only going to play that play, and he wanted to pull it and show how big his dick was. 
and fucking look what happens. And it's unbelievable for him to even. I don't. I, I it, like does Sean Payton think this is a college. He has to play. I have a fucking conspiracy theory. Not to hold you. I had to get Brandon going here. I think he hold, he has something fierce over Sean Payton. I, something is up because you don't play that motherfucker in the NFL and pay him that money. Well, well for you this. know how I feel about tranny. You know how I feel about them trannies. I think that there's, there's some there's some tranny. He's got pictures of Sean with trannies or something. That's all I can. That's all I can think about. That's the only thing powerful enough to keep a man to to, to do the wrong thing in life. Because there's some hot trannies out there. I'm just I'm just saying. You better be careful. Check for the Adams apple. Just make sure you check the oh, shit. I heard they got rid of those now. I heard they got rid of fucking I know, man. They, I hear they're shaving those now. Now you got all kind of props. So nah, you know, you know what, man? I'm telling you, everyone listening, unless they cut the fucking hands off, if you can't tell a man's hands from a woman's, you got fucking problems, and you've been rubbed by men your whole life. Because... I'm going to fucking make sure I look at the fucking hands. I'm going to tell you, the fucking hands are a dead giveaway. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh. Okay, we know Pittsburgh's canceled. Seattle at Miami. Fuck, Miami's plus six and a half on the road. Seattle minus six and a half. Let's say that. Uh, Do you want to to pick this as our game again? You're going to go Seattle, aren't you? I I, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll go through it, and then you tell me. Uh, Seattle at Miami. I'm I'm taking Miami plus the points. Heat, humidity, Fitzpatrick, and the points. Tough place to play. I'm going to take Miami plus the points. All right, we'll come back if we want to do it. Chargers huh, at Tampa. Tampa minus six and a half. Blowout. Blowout. You think Tampa blowout? Blows oh, God. Justin Herbert's been, been yeah. cushy in L.A. Yeah. and not seeing much. He's going to come to the line of scrimmage and tie bowls. going to be bringing these boys from all over. And he, he is not going to know where he's at or what he's doing. He, see, you can say what you want about Carolina. You can say what you want about the Chiefs. But you're going into Tampa. And I've been saying to people all year long, when this season has come and gone, the best defense in the NFL is going to belong to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Todd Bowles as thoroughbreds across the board. Mm-hmm. And they are only going to get better. And I think Justin Herbert is going to be reminded by everybody why he is a rookie when Todd Bowles gets done with him on Sunday. No doubt. Okay. Uh, Baltimore, minus 13 and a half after a loss against Kansas City where they looked mediocre at Washington, the team. Stop. Uh, Stop. Go to another, go to another game. Okay. I want nothing to do with Lamar Jackson for a couple weeks. So I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done with John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. They were completely outcoached. They weren't even ready to play. They were at home. They got embarrassed, abused, battered. Uh, they should all give, give, uh, give yeah. their weekly check back. Well, they got punked. So next game. I've been calling that one for a while, Lamar Jackson deal. Um, mm-hmm. Arizona at Carolina. Arizona minus four and a half after a loss uh, to Detroit. Teddy Bridgewater, all he does is cover numbers. Teddy Bridgewater, all he does is cover numbers. Give me the home dog plus four and a half. Okay, Minnesota plus three and a half at Houston. Um, either one has won a game, have they? Nope. But listen, everybody's scoring on Minnesota. If Deshaun Watson and all those millions can't put up over 30, this team's got problems. I'm going to take that game over the posted total in another game that I think is going to be a high-scoring game. And that post total is fifty three and a half. So play high scoring game. Fantasy football players start all your players in that game. They go. They gonna go up and down. Mm, okay. New York Giants plus eleven and a half at the Rams. 
or the Rams minus 11.5 at home after a tough Buffalo comeback. I don't know if the Rams have recovered from the penalty, the suck in the teeth, the crybaby shit. I don't know if they're that team to get over something like that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but I'll tell you this. Giants covered at the Bears. They're 11-3 and three as a visiting underdog since 2018. It would not surprise me. Wow. Not a game I'm going to play. Yeah. Not a game I'm going to go near. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Giants cover that number. And if someone were to want to wager some money on that game, uh, if they were on betonline.ag, a sponsor of the show, would, would you advise them to bet some money on that game? Just as a, as a winger? Just say, hey, fuck, if you want to win some money. Because you'll win some money, right, if you took the Giants? Yeah, I would. I No, because Giants can't win the game outright. The only real value is, is, is the money line. You want to win some money, bet Philadelphia plus seven over San Francisco because the Eagles are a great dog and they will not get blown out. Um, so get you some of that. Um, mm. and, and go ahead and just take Atlanta and Green Bay. They may combine for 80 points <laughs> on Monday night. That could be one of the highest scoring Monday night games in history when it's all said and done. If, I would not be surprised if Aaron Rodgers puts up 50 on Atlanta Atlanta gets in the 30s, and you combine for over 80, and the post total right now is 56. That game flies over the post total. So you got the Eagles on Sunday night, and you have the over on Monday between Atlanta and Green Bay. So you're taking Green Bay minus 6.5. I mean, I, I, I like them a little bit, but but I can see Matty Ice mm-hmm. um, pumping in a back door and screwing everybody. So I, I would be careful, but I, I love the over. I, I do know that I, when you turn on the TV – Aaron Rodgers is going to get Green Bay's offense over 40 points on that Atlanta defense. Dallas scored 40 on Atlanta. The final score of that game was 40-39. Aaron Rodgers just put up mm-hmm. 30, was it 37 on New Orleans? And that was 37-30. Now back home, Lambeau Field, good weather against that defense. They can't play dead in the Western. He going to put up over 40. That means I just need Matty Ryan to get me 21. I believe he does. That game flies over Frisco. And you got Philly, you said, over Frisco covering. Uh, what about plus Buffalo? Seven. Yeah, plus, plus seven. seven. What about Buffalo at Vegas? Uh, Buffalo minus two and a half. I had Vegas plus the points over the Saints. They beat him outright. I will come back and take John Gruden and hmm. the Raiders over Buffalo plus the points. I'll take. I'll buy the half point and make sure I get three and a half with the Raiders. I think this is a field goal game. Wow. Okay. Uh, everyone wants to know this one. Plus seven and a half from what I have. You might have something different. Uh, fucking New England at KC, man. Uh, it's not snowing yet. Even It doesn't matter. They both play in it. Um, that's a tough one, man. Uh, Bilicek, uh is going to do something. Uh, I'll tell you that much. I know for a fact he will do something. Uh, but is it enough? I will say this. I don't think the Chiefs' defense is as good as People the think. Ravens made them look. Yeah, You're getting New England plus seven. I believe they're going to be able to run the football. I believe it's a letdown situation for KC. I think KC wins the game. But I think Belichick, you can't. Although New England fucked me and screwed up at Seattle and didn't cover the number, they were still the right side of the game. Sure. I believe that they match up well with KC. I believe they're going to be able to run the football. Cam has looked fantastic. I think it goes down to the wire. I'm going to take New England plus the seven and a half by the half point. Get seven and a half. Patriots yep. aren't going to get blown out. No doubt, no doubt. He don't get blown out. I think he's going to. Uh, 
I think they're going to force um, Mahomes to sprint out one way or the other. I don't give a fuck which way, um, just because I know coaches on that staff. I know what he does a lot of, uh, and I think he's going to make him force him to run. I'm giving guys some nuggets here listening. I think he's going to force him to go one way or the other, and I think they're going to fucking obliterate the running back when he free releases every time because that's nobody's done, and I don't know why. So when Hilaire free releases and nobody fucking takes him, Watch the DN's pill. Watch him get obliterated at the line of scrimmage and watch it fuck up Patrick Mahomes' first, second, and third triangle reads. And you're going to get a little bit of friction there. Um, I don't know. Um, what worries about me, what worries Brandon about the uh, Green Bay is, you know, the Lazare kid is gone this week after he just has a record breaking week and he's out. Um, and then is, is, is Adam's full strength. And I don't know if the tight end's good enough. I mean, he's going to be down some weapons. I don't know. Um, I know Jones is. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. Yeah, yeah. It don't matter. He, yeah. Listen, he. I hear you. The guys on the practice squad, they just insert somebody <laughs> and, and, and got with Aaron because yeah. you, you don't ever have to listen. You and I can catch passes from Aaron because yeah. they're right where they're supposed to be. I mean, he's playing at a level that that that's unbelievable right now. So I don't care who's a wide receiver for Green Bay. I think he'll score forty on the season. Hey, two things, and I'll let you get out of here. I know you're busy. Uh. Someone wanted to know about the Iowa State um, game, and I think you discussed it. Um, but they so asked, Iowa State plus the points, too many points, plus seven. Matt Campbell has covered the last four against Oklahoma. Get, get you some of that Iowa State plus seven. That's right. Next. Okay. Um, your top three cues. I'll give you mine, and they all want to know yours. I, I got Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Aaron. Ro- I got Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, as in that order this year, just this year. And that's who's playing the best, in my opinion, right now. And I'm about a right now guy. I'm not talking about last year, this year, this last week, whatever. I'm just talking about right now. I got Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes. Yours. Uh, it, that's the exact same order. Exact same order. But I would put Josh Allen at 3B with what he's done above. I have him in the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, yep. I have him in yep. my top five as well. So. And we'll see how it goes. Boom, uh, boom. Yeah. Hey, we think a lot. Great minds think alike. Hey, I appreciate you, man. I know you got to run. Everybody, shout out BrandonLang.com. Go check him out. 12 and 3, you YouTubers. Um, I had about 20 people say they went on your deal, so that's good. Um, Appreciate it, Brandon, and I'll see you next Friday. All right. All right, bro. Got it, buddy. Peace. Brandon Lang, uh, ladies and gentlemen. BrandonLang.com. Go check it out and and get you some... uh, Get you some betting, man. He's legitimate. Obviously, fucking they made a movie about him like I keep telling you. So it's not like he don't know what the fuck he's doing. Okay, so um, that's a great, great deal. Um, this this show is brought to you by Bet Online. Make sure you guys are betting. It's a it's a betting weekend. Football's finally, uh, football's finally back. You might not be at the game, obviously, but you can still be on the couch and betting on Bet Online. Um, I, like I said, we bet every Sunday at a little party at my house. Um, we're doing some parlays this week. Uh, we all chime in, and uh, it's some good payouts, man. So from game spreads and totals to team players and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is also always the online casino. It never closes, always open. So head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So, uh, YouTube, I appreciate you guys staying on. Um, Brandon Lang usually is about a 30-minute call. Uh, that's what it was, uh, 35 minutes. 
great insight um, from the bet, betting extraordinaire, Brandon Lang. So let's get into the show real quick. Um, like I said, the quote of the day, judge me by my progress, not my process. Hey, man, people do some shit that's ass backwards, you may think, or unorthodox or um, against the grain. And that's been me my whole life. But judge me by my progress, brother. Um, something you guys can uh, think about. Trump and his wife, they got COVID. I think it's all bullshit. I think he was so bad in the debate that his PR team said, you know what? We have to fucking not go debate next time. Because I, I just, I'm telling you, I think that's what it really is. I don't give a fuck about all that other shit, whatever he's talking about. Um, but I think that he, I think this fucking COVID, this COVID shit's a bullshit deal. So that's just my opinion. Good fucking excuse, I guess, huh? Dodgers win uh, first round. Kershaw pits lights out. Kershaw's a great pitcher, right? Maybe the best pitcher of all time in the regular season. I even say he's a great pitcher in the early rounds of the playoffs for nine consecutive years, this being his 10th. He's lights out last night, right? Fuck. He always pitches a jam, Rocco, on YouTube in, the, in, the, in these rounds. I love Kershaw. I'm a Dodger fan. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a baseball. I mean, I'm a L.A. fan, so I'm a Dodger fan. This year, I told everybody I would not watch a game. I have not watched a baseball game. I won't because there's some prima donna enabled fucks. They should have played before the 4th of July, and their fucking ratings would probably be a little higher because now they're battling NFL and NBA Finals. And I think... That I would have watched them if they would have went and, and they wouldn't have fucking b- cried and bitched about money when they're all fucking make more money than anybody else. So, um, who knows? Kershaw just sucks in the World Series. That's my whole beef. This is going to be his 10th season in the playoffs. No one else has been in the postseason more than nine times and not won a World Series. So there's a lot of pressure on that motherfucker. He goes this year and doesn't win it, even if it's an asterisk or whatever after it. Um, he needs to quit. You know, just be the best in-season pitcher of all time because postseason, he's not very good. Well, at least in the World Series. He's good in the regular season uh, playoffs, you know, divisional rounds. Wild card, he's horrible in the World Series. Um, even though the Houston fucking... Astros jacked up the balls and all that with the fucking cheap gate, but still, um, I don't know. The Padres, Southern California team, won his first playoff game in 16 years, coming back from four runs down to the Cardinals, who have never given up um, more than four-run lead. Um, they're like fucking unbelievable in the playoffs with a four-run lead. So glad for the Padres, man. Um, I think the Dodgers-Padres would be a great series. I don't know if that'll happen. Um, Marlins are pretty good. But I think it'd be a great series. Um, I know they're going to turn it into a bubble here shortly. And we'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, I got my... uh, I'm doing my own football one-on-one coaching show now. On Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So make sure you guys tune in. Um, Become a member. Subscribe. Um, 
Let's talk Adam Gase, man. Adam Gase and Vic Fangio, they do some shit that I've never seen NFL guys do. Like, it's get, it's glaring and bad, and it's further proof, like I always say, it's who you know, not what you know. I'm just telling you. If you watch those two teams and those two head coaches and their decision-making, it unbelie- it's unequivocally the worst in the NFL, and you got probably the two worst teams in the NFL right now. Now, Denver arguably loses their best fucking one of the top five players in the NFL. We agree. They just lost another fucking pro bowler as well um, on the D-line, Jarrell Casey. So they've they've lost some guys, okay? Um, that's But everyone has. Fuck, we've had more injuries. You know, we've had more injuries than any, than ever. I mean, there's over 60 in three weeks. So season-ending ones. I mean, my fantasy draft got fucked last night. Uh, my DraftKings, I mean, um, I don't play fantasy fucking team-wise, but I DraftKings because, like, three of my fucking dudes get hurt. Like, I'm, t- I'm done with the NFL. I will never pick a DraftKings NFL game again. Um, but those two are bad. And uh, if it wasn't for COVID, I, I would think um, – I would think – they would fire Gase, and I think Gase would have been fired, and I also believe Atlanta Falcons would have been fired. And he's a great dude. I love my boy, but uh, I don't know. If they lose again, I think they're gone, they're done, but we'll see. Doc Rivers gets the Philadelphia 76ers job. Um, you know, it's just a recycled business, man. Um, I'm glad he's a brother that gets another job, but, you know, it's just recycled, man. They, they recycle the same dudes. Like, what blows my mind with these owners, these billion-dollar owners, and these presidents and ADs at the college level, that where it's, where it's all considered professional football, let's be honest. What blows my mind is he won one title, and that one title has held him to 15, 20 years of, of uh, coaching jobs. He, he's not a very great – he's not a very good coach. He's a great human, I hear, and all this shit, but he's not – He's not. He hasn't done anything besides that loaded Celtic team. What has he done? Argue. You can argue. Is he a deserving of another job over fucking ten other guys? I mean, just telling you, it's a recyclable business. Guys in college football get fired all the time, and these presidents and ads think, "Oh, we'll hire him again because he's already made millions. Let's keep him in the fraternity." Not that, oh, fuck, he didn't win there. Why would I hire him? See, if I'm the president of AD, I'm like, why would I hire you? You haven't fucking won there. I'm going to look, turn over rocks and look for a guy that I know is hungry, who want to help kids and do this the right way, who can really affect our programs. And uh, it's recyclable business. They hired the same dude. You know, they, they, paid, they paid my boy to leave Florida State. $17 million to leave Florida State. Taggart. And just think about that. You paid a guy $17 million to leave and then turn around and raise some money to hire another one and pay him an astronomical amount, and you're in the same situation. So it's a recyclable business, man. You, I can name you. Jimbo's won one, but, you know, let's just be honest. Nick Saban and Davo Sweeney in the last, for the last 10, 12 years have been the two coaches that deserve the money. Everyone else 
that gets fired should have to work his way back up as an assistant because give someone else a shot. The same guys, nobody else wins and nobody else is worth $9 million. Why is Harbaugh worth $9 million? What in the fuck has he done? Before Urban Meyer retired, he was the other guy. So to me, Urban... He, he was my favorite, obviously. Uh, I, you know, he used to recruit my guys way back when he was at Bowling Green. We used to talk chop and talk X's nose, and uh, we run similar offenses. But, you know, I'm sure he'll be back in the business soon. But when he's in the business, it's a better sport. It's more competitive because he's going to get those top-notch recruits as well, just like I would do. And it pulls away from the Alabama and the Clemson. And parity is now, um, when it's a varsity level sport, not this year during this JV fucking pandemic year, but I'm just saying um, nobody's worth that money besides Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, and Dabo as far as winning and graduating their players. That's why, you know, that's what the presidents care about is winning, really, let's be honest. Um, but who else has won consistently and deserves that money? Nobody. But guess what? They'll be fired. Jimbo gets fired at Florida State, gets hired at A&M, and they pay him $10 million. What the fuck has he done at A&M? He pissed down his leg and fucking dropped the ball on three of my kids at Indy. Should have took them. And they wanted to go back towards College Station where they were from. But guess what? Didn't even fucking recruit them. One of them is leading SEC Russia. I mean, unbelievable. So anyway, what do I know? Um... I think college football coaches, it's a recyclable business, and the same it goes for the same thing at the professional level, man. NFL, you see the same coaches, and it's a, it's a Bill Belichick recommendation. It's a fucking recommendation from someone else that's already a big name, Pete Carroll, somebody, and those coordinators, those consistents get head jobs, and they're shitty when they get to that place. And... Just telling you, we already talked had the discussion about how many of Belichick's assistants have been successful. I mean, as a head coach, uh, I can't name one. So go from there. And don't tell me uh, Vrabel. Vrabel played for Belichick. He didn't coach for Belichick, okay? So cop, stop just throwing out fucking names. Yeah, Charlie Weiss had a hell of a career as a head coach. Josh McDaniels had a hell of a fucking career as a head coach. I can go on and on and on. I don't know what they do underneath his tutelage, but they should take better notes. Um, injuries at our all-time high. So I'm, I'm t- I want to make sure we're clear on this, though. I posted these videos, obviously, that blew up on Twitter last night and Instagram. And motherfuckers had the audacity to say it's the turf. It's nothing else. We've been playing on fucking AstroTurf for 35 years. When, is we, when have we ever had this many injuries? The fucking turf. Shut the fuck up, man. You haven't had OTAs. You think that these dudes, even though they're so-called professionals, but they have millions of dollars and they want to have fun and memory in the back of your mind subconsciously, I have millions of dollars. I can go buy any fucking thing I want every single day of the week. Do you think working out at a rigorous level is going to supersede him going shopping or going on a spree with his girl or fucking his parents or whoever the fuck he wants? No. These guys are not in fucking NFL playing shape, not only because 
not you can go work out all you want and do sit-ups and push-ups, bro. It ain't the fucking same as in a structured environment practice regiment. Just not. Okay? It's not the same. So quit saying that shit. You're not prepared. You've lost like 12 running backs with MCL ACLs. That's from jump cutting. That's from accelerating, deaccelerating. Those things happen because you're not in football shape. You can look pretty and walk down the beach and look like you got a six-pack and all this shit. It has nothing to do with you going out there and banging bodies with 20 pounds of gear on and accelerating and deaccelerating and fucking jump cutting. Receivers running full speed, stopping, going again, running 90 plays, snaps a game. Has nothing to do with that. Why is every fucking wide receiver having a hamstring injury then and a groin for the DBs? Because they have to hip turn and run and they backpedal out and they fucking have to turn and run. They're groin. Wide receivers full on go straight ahead. They're a hamstring. Fucking running backs are knees. D linemen are shoulders. It's all fucking uh, position specific. Every injury you see is a position specific injury for not being in shape to play a fucking 18 game schedule. So... Fuck preseason. Preseason have nothing to do with it. They, they didn't play preseason. Yeah, so be it. They didn't have OTAs. They didn't have team mini camps. They didn't have fucking. Everything was Zoom. That means more fuck around time, more chill time. I bet you every single one of those players' bank accounts are much less this year than they were a year ago because they're out chilling, man, and living life. They don't have the professionalism to go out there, the discipline to go out there and be in tip-top shape. Some do. The majority don't. There's not many fucking Jerry Rices left out there and running fucking hills out here in Southern California, Manhattan Beach, okay? It just don't happen. So these guys are wanting to be fucking rappers now, and you see it NBA NFL motherfuckers are out there trying to rap now they want to be gangbangers like come on man don't don't think they're out there fucking working out for your professional organization billionaire owners but guess what the guys that did play for your billionaire ass now just got fucked and probably won't even get a contract extension because they just fucking played for you blew out their shit they're going to be out a year and now you won't even up their contract a lot of that happening just telling you so like I said, JV football lineup this weekend starts tonight with a great fucking showdown between the fucking Campbell Campbell University against Wake Forest. Fuck me, man. I got to watch that game. Arkansas State versus Coastal Carolina. I'm calling it right now will be a great game. Two mid-majors. Um, kids on both. I think Tennessee has a letdown game, like I said. Um, against Missouri, um, I think Texas and TCU will be a good game. Um, I think Florida's overrated at three. I think BYU is underrated. The Auburn-Georgia game, name-wise, is a big game, but will it be a big-time watch? I don't know. Uh, I think it's JV football. And I predict, like I said, I think Vandy shocks LSU. Um, I think LSU has... It's a bounce back game for them, but I just think they're 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 not they are who we thought they were. They're struggling this year. They lost everyone, so um, I'm just telling you. I think that's the issue, but we'll see. BrandonLang.com, go check it out because he can pick some games. So go figure that shit out. Um, 
Subscribe. You guys are all on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the like button and uh, follow me. Uh, be a, become a member, high-tier member if you're a coach. You want to be into my coaching football 101 class segment on YouTube. Um, I also am dropping a few podcasts about the same thing. So just trying to get it going. Um, so all my listeners, followers, join my YouTube, man, become a subscriber, a member. And, uh, if you coaches out there, man, you're out there not playing right now, especially you California high school coaches. Hey, subscribe, man. It's good for the novice. It's good for the fucking veteran. Um, and I'm discussing football at its minute level all the way up to the NFL level as far as structure, discipline, um, administrative, everything. We're going to get into all that. X's and O's and all that shit, strength, conditioning, you name it, we're going to get into it. Uh, yesterday was how to interview. Um, I think it was a good show for a lot of guys that don't know little things. And I broke it down for them. And uh, tomorrow morning will be a uh, football 101 will continue. And... Um, and we're going to discuss how to create a presentation uh, packet for your interview. So, plus some other things. Um, but that's some of uh, what we're going to discuss tomorrow um, on the uh, on the football one on one side of things. So, a lot of shit going on, man. A lot of shit. And um, like I said, become a member, man. Become a subscriber. Um, so it's a good it's it's good time man to to be part of this uh YouTube thing. We're going to blow it up. Like I said, I'm going to start doing commentary on uh on uh Last Chance You as well once I get that cleared. Um tomorrow's show, football show for you guys that are listening today will be called Building Your Tool Shed. So, we're going to actually build the fucking thing that holds all your tools, okay? So um we'll go from there. Um Answer some questions on YouTube. I'm going to start doing the commentary on the Last Chance You thing once I fi we figure out how to do it without copyright infringements. That's what we're dealing with with management and uh, by publicists. So there's a lot of issues with that shit, man. It's hard. Um, so we're doing these things, and we're, we're going to do some other things too. Like I said, we're, I'm going to start doing different videos. My own vlog um, every two weeks, every two Friday, every second Friday, we're going to do my own vlog day in my life. So that'll be on there too um, for the lower tier. And so you guys can become a member and get that that type of action. Uh, shit, who knows what I'll do. Lakers heat tonight. I got I got the Lakers. I just think it's a sweep now. Uh, Dragic is out. I don't know who else. Um, Lakers, we're going to beat them in five, in my opinion, with a healthy team. Now that they're hurt, I just think the Lakers are just going to kill them. Um, I called the blowout last game. They were up 30. Um, you know, I just think that it is a uh, blowout waiting to happen. Miami's got some nuts and guts, man. They got heart, but they just can't. Uh, they don't have the dogs. They don't have the, the thoroughbreds. Lakers are too long, front court, too athletic. They can throw too many lineups at you. And if they hit shots like they did the other night, um, man, I – I would take Lakers at nine and a half tonight, to be honest. I would if I was betting that game. I'll bet DraftKings on it. I'll never do football again because it's a shit show, man. Too many injuries. I'm not going to do football again. I wasted 180 bucks last night like a fucking idiot. But I will bet NBA the rest of it anyway because it's the captain's games and it's uh, you know one slate. But ah, shit, man. I, I won't pick. I will pick one guy for the Heat, probably Crowder. Um, 
probably Crowder. So that's the only heat I'll pick. Maybe, maybe uh, none. You know, none got off at the end of the last game, but nobody gave a fuck because it was a blowout. Um, and if Bam is out, uh, is that confirmed, Lee? If he is out, Olenek starts. He's a good play on DraftKings for low money, I'm sure. I'm not a fucking betting thing. I don't know why. I sound like I'm doing a fucking YouTube betting thing. But, uh, you know, Olenek's probably a cheap buy-in, but Olenek's going to get fucking raped. Like, I hate to say that word, but what is he going to do against those motherfuckers? He's probably right now shitting himself thinking, fuck, I got to guard LeBron, AD, Dwight Howard, da-da-da. I don't agree Miami has a better supporting cast. I think Miami has a better upside in 20 years, or in, in two or three years, but right now, you know, I still would take Danny Green, KCP, Rondo, over those guys because they're veterans. They know how to win. They've been here, done it. They're nasty, scrappy. Um, I love Hero. I like Robinson. Good story. Walk-on kid at Michigan. Free agent. Those guys are scared as fuck when LeBron goes down the fucking lane. They're scared as shit of AD. And those guys, yeah, Derek Jones can jump, bro. He ain't nice. He ain't a fucking hooper. He can fucking jump out the gym. How much does Derek Jones play? He might play tonight because they're fucking depleted. But Derek Jones is just one of those dunk guys, man. He ain't a fucking hooper. Uh, not in my opinion. Um, he's in the NBA, obviously. But if the Lakers win, would I put LeBron ahead of Kobe? Uh, is a question I got. Fuck no. He will never be above Kobe. In my and that's just me, all right. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna get in this debate. I mean, that's it's just, it's an ongoing debate. We all fucking um, have our picks. LeBron has done great things, but it's also people don't understand. I break it down like this: people don't know. I I know basketball. I played with fucking seven NBA players in high school, just so we're clear. And also, James Harden went to my high school. Jason Capone went to my high school. The O'Bannon brothers went to my high school. Fucking Andre Jones went to my high school. The Cotton brothers went to my high school. We can go on and on. What I'm telling you is Tom Tolbert. People don't realize Tom Tolbert played in the NBA about 15 fucking years. Who was a great analyst. Uh, a lifelong friend of mine and my family's. Went to Artesia, my high school. So let me ask you this, though. There's no fucking way I put LeBron over Kobe. LeBron's not in my top five. I don't think LeBron has the... This is why. LeBron's been great because he can go to Cleveland and win. He can go to Miami and win on a super team. Cleveland wasn't a super team in my opinion, but it was a horrible East at that time. Got through a, a, a lesser Eastern conference without having to have a lot of hiccups. But again, he goes and gets blown out by Golden State twice. Wins one. So, I mean, you got to put that as a, one of the greatest upsets of all time. But he's done it on three teams... Two team, one team twice. Kobe never left LA. He used it as leverage, saying he was going to go to the Clippers. He never left LA, and you have to hold that. That's that's old school mentality. That's Larry Bird never leaving Boston. That's fucking Magic, Kareem. You know, Mikael. Those are guys that never left. You know, Jordan did it late. Um, 
And, and I agree. I don't believe LeBron even wins that series that he won against Golden State if fucking Draymond don't get suspended because that was a bullshit deal when it hit him in the nuts or whatever. So I'm just telling you, um, Kobe had does ice in his veins. He was the Mamba for real. He uh, he just had that it factor. He, you know, he wasn't going to miss a free throw in crunch, crunch, crunch time. LeBron will. I'm just telling you. I think LeBron's a great human, a great player. I think he's done great things for the for the league and for humanity in general for the Black uh, Lives Matter deal. And he does a lot for kids in Akron. And I know he started some schools up. He's never had any issues outside of the game. So you can't talk bad about the man unless you want to be one of these fucking white supremacists or something. I don't know. But... And I got a good friend on that t- on the Lakers, obviously. Uh, Danny Green's a good dude. And I'm just telling you, Kobe's my guy. I'm obviously my generation. Um, but Kobe was a, probably the best two-guard shooter of all time um, when it mattered. He was the best two-guard on-ball defender of all time, him and Jordan. And, uh, you know, I just think Kobe was that guy, man. Um and people don't realize, and I'll say it like this to answer your question. People don't give enough credit to what I'm about to say. Did Michael Jordan or LeBron ever play with the single most ball-dominant center of all time, Shaquille O'Neal? No. Kobe shared the ball with Shaquille O'Fucking-Neal. Please let that sit in and think about that on all levels. And then the Kobe hater will say, oh, yeah, he had Shaq. No shit, Sherlock's fucking homeboy. That's less touches. That's less fucking ball. That means Shaq had the ball as much or more than Kobe. Jordan had fucking Luke Winnington and fucking Luke Longley. So don't tell me that they fucking had another ball-dominant human being like Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe. Those were the one in, the best one-two punch of all time, in my opinion. Uh, if they didn't have the beef and stayed together, I think they win fucking eight to ten championships until they get old and died. Well, not died, I hate to say that, Kobe, rest in peace. But I just think they, they played it out, and they probably would have so many fucking titles, it'd be sickening. But that's just, what I, that's just my opinion. Um, take it for a grain of salt. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, we'll see, man. But what LeBron's done with the Lakers from bringing him back out of the 10-year fucking hiatus, I'm not going to hate on LeBron. He's done, to me, he makes everyone better, and he wins. And he wins most of the time. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So um, he does great things. I just think, you know, he can't win the big one sometimes, and, and, and he needs a super team, and that's why he's shopped around. Kobe never did that. I respect that, and that's why. Um, so, I mean, but, you know, LeBron's in a different era. He's playing with a younger generation who shop and make super teams, and that super team shit just isn't my generation. I'm not going to hate on it or not or what have you, but it's just not for me, and uh, that's why I kind of drop LeBron down a few. So, you know, I got Kobe as my number one of all time. That's just me. Um, I got Jordan as my two, um, or one A, one B, I don't care. Um, and then I still have Bird, uh, Magic, and Kareem in there. So those are my top five, man. And so um LeBron I would probably put shit. 
seven or eight, man, uh, to be honest. Um, Because Barkley's up there for me. Um, So Barkley was a 6'4", 6'4", and did what he used to do, like take off from the fucking dotted line with two hands and dunk on on David Robinson. I mean, there's shit that Barkley did that a lot of people don't give him enough credit for. Um, He was unbelievable. So I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. I never liked Duncan. I just thought Duncan was a weird fuck. I guess it was a biased, personal bias. I think he was great, Mr. Fundamental. But uh, he won five chips. I, I don't. I just don't think he's in my top ten, even though he is a lot, a lot of people's top ten. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But Kobe won two without Shaq, just so we're clear. LeBron, in my opinion, needs to win two, um, even though, you know, uh, they all need a superstar. You know, Kobe had Gasol. Gasol's not AD, by the way. Kobe had a good Lamar Odom, who was a great wing player, just similar to a Scottie Pippen type of guy for Jordan. But Kobe's teams that he won two with, they were fucking much worse than this Laker team, just so we're clear. Much worse. They had Shannon fucking Brown and Bynum. Like, come on, man. Are you joking? I'd rather have Dwight Howard and AD... All day, right? So, and I'll take Danny Green over fucking Shannon Brown just because he could jump. I mean, and then they had Fisher who played a million years, obviously. But this Laker team is is not, they're more, what much more talented than the Laker teams that Kobe, that Kobe won the last two with, in my opinion. So, that's just me. Um, hey, man, it's been a good one. Uh, we're an hour and 10 minutes in. Hey, listen, subscribe, hit the member, hit the like button. Um, on YouTube and then uh, you guys uh, make sure tomorrow morning you want to watch uh, my football one-on-one building your own tool shed will be called uh, building your tool shed will be the title of that tomorrow and uh, we'll get into some uh, coaching one-on-one hey man I appreciate you guys on YouTube stay safe watch some football this weekend have a drink for me slapdick whiskeys and slapdick cigars are full go High Times Wine Cellar in Costa Mesa has my cigars as well if you're in Southern California. Um, if you want to get the whiskey, it has now been updated on shipping. Shipping is no longer 30 to 45 fucking days because of the COVID. We've we've standard shipping now. CoachJBStore.com. You can get some cigars. And uh, I mean my whiskey. And then I'm SlapdickCigars.com. You can get my uh, cigars. And that's also 10% off using the promo code SLAPDICK um, on SLAPDICKCIGARS.com. So go get you some cigars. They're very good. The whiskey's very good. And they're both getting uh, great reviews. And I appreciate all you guys that are supporting. So CoachJBStore.com, SLAPDICKCIGARS.com. Go check it out. And, uh, hey, if you want a fucking video shout-out, book me on Cameo. Get called a fuck stick and a slapdick all day. Hey, for the real Coach JB, man, I appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Let's fight a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Oh, yeah.